Hello, and welcome to Risk Chats with a Firm. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today, we're speaking all about the RIMS CRMP Fed Credential. It's our risk management certification for the federal government, and uh, we're going to talk about how to obtain that certification, speak to some folks who've taken the exam and some that haven't taken it yet, and kind of encourage you all to... uh, do that yourself and see all the benefits that come with it. So without further ado, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. All right. So today we have all kinds of guests and we're going to be talking about uh, our certification, our special uh, ERM certification for the federal government. And uh, we've had a couple podcasts about this uh, a long time ago, but we feel like it's a good time to bring it back to everybody's attention and to really encourage you to go out and uh, and get your certification. So let me uh, let you guys know who we have on the line today, and then we're going to go around and speak to each person. Uh, but we have here today, we have Denise Osorio. Um, we have... Uh, Curtis McNeil, we have Darlene Bennett, and we have Cynthia Vitters, and we'll have them give them a little short intro of themselves when we uh, when we get to them. So why don't we uh, get going here? So let's start off with Denise. Denise, uh, welcome. Happy to have you on the on the show today. Would you please just give us a little introduction of yourself? Sure, happy to do so. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. I'm uh, Denise Osorio, the Director of Certification Programs at RIMS, the Risk Management Society. Uh, briefly about RIMS, we're a global non-for-profit organization really committed to advancing the practice of risk management throughout the world. Uh, key areas that we focus on, uh, networking, professional development, certification, and of course, a lot of education opportunities. But pleasure to be here with everyone. Wonderful. So let's start off with, um, let's talk about the certification. So we have this, uh, the, the RIMS uh, CRMP Fed, and just wanted to get your take on what makes this certification different than, than other risk management certifications out there. Yeah, good question. Uh, there are many, many things that really make the RIMS CRMP uh, stand out. I guess right at the top, uh, it is a professional credential. Um, it definitely validates the achievement of really a high level of expertise to manage risk and at the same time to support decision-making in the federal government. So um, it really represents, in a sense, the gold standard of risk management performance. Um, Another point is the RIMCRMP is the only accredited risk management certification in the world um, and it's accredited by ANSI, which is the American National Standards Institute under the ISO standards. Um, the risk RMP Fed was developed uh, in collaboration with a firm, so the Association of Federal Enterprise Risk Management, of course, and it was developed as a micro-credential of the core certification, which is the RIMCRMP. RIM certified risk management professional. So it really requires knowledge of government and also has content that is specific to the federal government. So a very important uh, micro credential. And it really is the only risk management credential 
that uh, is available for risk professionals within the federal government, and it is competency-based. So it really focuses on applying enterprise risk management in the federal government environment. So a number of things that, uh, that really stand out. And of course, earning the credential is a great way, of course, to receive recognition. It's a great competitive advantage uh, with clear specialization in the public sector. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to demonstrate your enterprise-wide risk management perspective and what I'm hearing from a lot of uh, holders as well, it really prepares you to assume a more senior role, you know, either in the financial, operational, or even chief risk officer type role. So great, great opportunities with the rent CRMP Fed. Absolutely. And we have a couple credentialed folks on the line we'll talk to in just a minute. Um, so just one more question for you on the on the credential itself. So, you know, let's say I'm a federal employee or, you know, somebody who works in the government space and I want to I want to earn my uh, my credential. Uh, you know what? I mean, what are the just high level, the main next steps? How do I apply? How do I qualify to uh, to earn the credential? Yes. Um, well, the first step, what uh, interested candidates uh, should do is actually take a look at the eligibility requirements. And so it focuses both on the experience and education background. So, for example, at a high level, if you have a bachelor's degree in risk management, you need one year of experience in risk management. But if you have a bachelor's degree in any different area of study, you have to demonstrate three years of risk management experience. And if you're a non-degree applicant, then you need seven years. So this is really at a high level. The first step is really to, to meet those eligibility requirements. Um, you would go to the RIMS website um, and submit your application. So it's an online application. Um, code of ethics is very important also for the RIMS CRMP Fed. So you will indicate that you will continue to uphold the code of ethics. The exam fee included with the application is 475 for RIMS as well as the firm members. And if you're a non-member, the fee is 625. Um, you take your exam. It's a computer-based exam at Pearson View Testing Centers. And then once you pass your exam, you earn your credential, the RIMS CRMP Fed. Um, another important aspect is recertification, and of course, recertification is an important part of any professional certification. Um, it ensures that all certification holders remain current, that they're really up to date with the latest trends and practices. So anyone that's a rent and fed holder, they will earn 50 points of continuing education every two years. And of course, you can earn points by attending or speaking at conferences, seminars. Um, if you tend to do a lot of writing and blogs and articles, uh, those points do count as well. Leadership activities, such as sitting on boards and so on. So many different ways in which you can earn points for your recertification. Um, I want to touch briefly on how to prepare for the exam. And I know this is a question that a lot of people do ask as well. Uh, many resources are available, so there are prep courses. Uh, you can also sign up for an um, online course, so it could be a virtual course. There's self-study through suggested reading as well. And another resource that is very important is the 
study guide that you can download for free from the RIMS website. And I recommend that you take a look at the study guide, take a look at the examination blueprint, um, which really outlines the eight core areas of the certification and the weight each area is represented on the exam. So this will give you an overview of any particular area where you want to spend more time studying. So it's a very good roadmap uh, to give you a study plan for the RIMS-URNP Fed credential. Um, so prep courses, live virtual classes, in-person, hopefully that will come soon. Um, Self-study on-demand courses are available as well, as well as customized programs that can be delivered to your group or department. So this is also a great opportunity. Um, one course that's just around the corner for those of you that are in the process of earning the, the credential right now, we're offering a RIMS Hartford University prep class. So that's going to be available on January 26th to the 28th. Uh, so this is going to be a live virtual class. So this is a tremendous opportunity for you to get ready for the, uh, to take your exam. Briefly on the exam, it's three hours in total, as I mentioned, computer-based. The first part of the exam, you will fit the core RIMS CRMP, which is two hours, 120 questions. Once you pass that portion of the exam, the next part will become available, which is the Fed, for an additional hour, and you will get uh, 50 questions there. So a total of 170 questions. So I hope that answers everyone's questions. But if you need more information, by all means, you can go to the, to the RIMS website, also to the AFFIRM website to get more information about the RIMS URMP Fed credential. Great. Thank you for that very thorough explanation. And we're going to, we'll put a, a link on the website to, to the sites you mentioned. And uh, that's great. Thank you, Denise. So uh, now we're going to turn our attention to uh, Mr. Curtis McNeil. I don't think he needs an introduction. He's been on several podcasts, but uh, Curtis, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself anyway? Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm Curtis McNeil. I'm the risk management officer at the Architect of the Capitol. Um, I've been there since uh, about 2017, and uh, looking forward to the conversation, especially after hearing Denise speak about the certification. I feel even better about my decision to take that exam and get that certification. She, she makes me feel really good about myself uh, and the accomplishment of, of earning the certification. So, so thank you, Denise, for um, everything you said about the certification. I think it was spot on. Um, and, you know, just extra motivation for those that are looking to seek that, uh, that certification. All right. Well, so you were one of the first uh, folks that actually received this, uh, the new certification back, I don't know, 2018 or 19 around there. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, actually, we're going to switch this around a little bit. Why don't we just start off with what was your experience like in uh, pursuing the, the certification? So yes, this dates back to 2018. Um, I was part of the initial pilot group that participated in not only taking the exam, but also participating in the in-person when we were allowed to do things like have a conversation in a room together without being six feet apart. Uh, and it was a very interesting uh, experience and it was a unique experience that I was excited to participate in because any, any chance, um, any opportunity you get to be able to kind of get into something kind of grassroots and and being a part of the pilot and being able to kind of influence the way things go, especially in an area of expertise that you're very passionate about, 
uh, is just a great opportunity. So I was very appreciative to be able to participate in this initial pilot. And, you know, I was in there with a lot of, a lot of smart people. I think it was about 22 or so people in our, in our group in that initial pilot. And we had a lot of good conversation, a lot of good dialogue on, you know, what we thought um, should go into kind of the, the studying and the preparation for it based on, you know, our own individual experiences. Obviously, no one knew what was on the exam because, you know, we didn't participate in that part of it. So, you know, you're kind of going in blind. So you're going based on folks' experience, you know, what we think is kind of the right approach. Uh, and that class was very, very instrumental, I think, in helping pave the way for future classes and determining, you know, what areas to focus on, what kind of content um, you should be communicating to those that are seeking to to take the certification. So uh, I was very, very pleased with that opportunity and I hopefully had positive impacts on, you know, shaping what that course looks like now. Um, but yeah, it was a great, great opportunity. Um, and honestly, it was a little, it was a little nerve, nerve wracking, honestly, because, you know, being the first to, to do something and being in the room with a lot of other smart people, I was nervous that if I didn't pass this exam, that was going to be <laughs> a little bit of a tricky situation because um, you didn't know what to expect. You didn't know what the questions were going to look like, what the content on the exam looked like. Um, but to Denise's point, I kind of took advantage of all the different options that were available. So the study guide was a 100% a must. So that was very, very instrumental. Um, I actually purchased a lot of the books that were in the recommended reading as well. Um, you know, being being a subject matter expert in a particular area, it doesn't hurt to to, to gain additional resources. So I purchased, um, you know, all those books to help prep for the course. And then I think looking at the distribution of the exam questions in the different areas uh, was a huge part of my approach to studying just because uh, it allows you to really zone in and, and put the requisite amount of time in each, each domain area. So you're not spending um, too much time in the area that may not be weighted the same as, you know, another area. So I think that's a key as well. So definitely all the resources that Denise mentioned, I would recommend um, folks look at uh, as they pursue the, the certification. Right. And it sounds like, you know, all the study and the research and the time you spent preparing for this exam, I mean, obviously it probably get you, got you in, enthused to uh, even dig deeper in your career itself and to be able to apply the certification. So why don't you tell us, uh, you know, how do you think your career may have benefited from, from the certification and just all the knowledge you've gained? Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, it was actually um, a direct benefit to me personally. When I initially started at the Architects of the Capitol, um, I was hired to kind of stand up our enterprise risk management program. It didn't exist before I came to the agency. Uh, I came in as a as the enterprise risk program manager. Um, but, you know, after taking the exam, after kind of getting the program uh, up and running, uh, I was then promoted to the risk management officer. And uh, we created a new a new division. So the integrated risk management division was created, where you know I also gained additional staff. So based on you know going in doing doing some really good work initially, gaining the certification, you know even you know expanding you know my knowledge and um, experiences associated with um, managing risk, you know in a federal agency, I think that was very instrumental in, in establishing my business case to. Um, seek and gain that promotion to be the risk management officer within the agency. So for me, there was definitely a direct benefit in pursuing, uh, pursuing the certification. I think anytime you can, you can demonstrate, you can clearly demonstrate, you know, you you have a competency, you know, in your area of expertise, this certification does that. It, it diffuses 
a lot of things. I think when you come into the room, um, you, there's a certain level of respect, I think, that you, that you get for having certain certifications and being knowledgeable in a particular subject matter. So for me, I was, you know, I think that was very, very, a very large part of, you know, why I was able to successfully, you know, get the promotion, um, establish a new office that hadn't been established in my agency before. So I attributed a lot of that to, you know, REMS and the certification. Absolutely. Yeah. And it makes your, e- your email signature longer and longer, right? <laughs> it's a good thing. So it does. You can never, you can never have enough initials, right? That's right. Um, so one more question for you, and then we're going to talk to somebody who hasn't taken the test yet. So this kind of goes along with that. You know, what words of encouragement, or what would you say to somebody who uh, is considering taking this uh, examination and then getting the cert? I would definitely take advantage of the resources that are available out there. Um, like as Denise mentioned, I don't know what they're doing as far as the online or the in-person um, boot camp training, but as soon as that you know opportunity presents itself, uh, I would take advantage of that if I wanted to pursue the exam, you know, at this point in time. Um, but if you're unable to do so, I think you know self-study, looking at the free exam guide that Denise mentioned as well, is a great way to prep, um, especially for the Fed portion of that. Looking at the ERM playbook and making sure you understand, you know, the concepts. Uh, associated with, you know, what's in the playbook and things of that nature, you know, all, all the federal guidance that's out there, I would, I would make sure I have the, you know, the latest and greatest understanding uh, of all of that information because that all goes into um, the one hour fed portion of the exam. So you want to think about, uh, you know, having, having all that information, you know, at your disposal. Um, but, but just putting in the time, understanding, you know, where the percentage of questions are coming from and just making sure you're putting the requisite amount of time in each of those areas. Um, and, and then, you know, be, I think help, it helps that, you know, when you're a practicing, um, when you're an active practitioner, it makes, it makes the exam process a little bit easier because um, you don't have to speak from um, or you don't have to answer questions from a, a hypothetical standpoint. You know, I'm sure um, as Darlene will, will get to, she's been in some of these situations where she has to make some of these decisions. So, you know, this exam is all about, you know, improving decision making, you know, in the federal space as it relates to using ERM as a as a, a capability to be able to do that. So being having that hands-on experience also um, contributes directly. So I think how successful folks are on the exams. Great. Well, thanks, Curtis. And uh, I think with that, we're going to turn to Darlene Bennett, one of our, uh, another one of our enterprise risk management professionals out there. And uh, we want to talk to Darlene about uh, uh, recently winning a scholarship to, to take the exam. So Darlene, hi, how are you? Please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Darlene Bennett, and I work for the Department of Navy and OpNav in ONE, which is our manpower personnel training and education division, where I work with um, the chief of naval personnel. So, Darlene, why don't you tell us, you know, what prompted you to apply for this scholarship, and uh, how was that experience for you? Um, since I led the implementation of enterprise risk management for my agency, and set up the risk management board, I felt that obtaining the RAM CRM TSEC certification was the next step to taking the program to the next level. When I saw the opportunity posted in the Association for Federal Enterprise Risk Management, I thought this was my sign to apply. Sometimes we can get consumed with what we're doing and we don't take time to do training or pursue certification. I've blocked time out to review the application and worked on my essay. 
the application process was very easy. In the back of my mind, I was saying that there will be so many applicants that you'll not be selected. I'm glad I didn't listen to that voice. I was confident that I had learned so much since my membership with a firm and the partnering organizations such as RAMS to enhance my ERM program that I had a story to tell. I'm grateful for the networking opportunities and the resources provided. The day I was checking my email and received a notification that I was selected, I was so excited and I didn't that I didn't talk myself out of this opportunity. That's great. Now, um, so now you're getting ready to take the test and uh, just wanted to see what, you know, what do you think is one of the major benefits that you're going to see in, in, in having the, the credential for your career and, and for your agency as well? Well, as Curtis uh, mentioned about um, when you're working in the area of enterprise risk management, what that means to the organization, I felt attaining this credential would enhance my risk management perspective and advance my education to stay current on risk management practices and trends and provide information to senior leaders to make informed decisions. Every agency would benefit with risk practitioners obtaining this credential, particularly with my agency, risk can lead to catastrophic results. I believe the REM CRMP FED certification will demonstrate my commitment to the ERM program and growing the community. The desire to learn more and advance the community will benefit federal agencies, but more importantly, the people we serve. Well, thank you, Darlene. Yeah, uh, good luck with that test, and we hope to see you have a certification very soon. So thanks again. Um, all right. Well, we have one more guest that we'd love to talk to, Cynthia Vitters. Again, another veteran for our uh, podcast, so happy to have you back. Um, so, again, uh, why don't you give us just a quick little intro and, uh, and especially maybe talk about what you do with the firm. Great. Thanks, Paul. Hi, everyone. My name is Cynthia Vitters, and I am currently serving as the RIMCRMP Fed liaison to the Affirm Board. And so, you know, in that role, I am working towards just continuing, you know, um, marketing and understanding of the certification and the benefits of it, and hopefully, you know, encouraging members of our Affirm and related communities to consider taking the exam. So, Cynthia, um, you know, you have a senior position over at a firm. Do you mind telling us what have you seen are some of the benefits um, from, you know, the certification so far in the three years that it's been active? Yeah, and Paul, I think that, you know, one of the things that's been really interesting as we've developed the certification and then, you know, just watched it evolve over the last few years, I mean, it kind of comes back to some of the commitments, you know, and you know, what RIMS and Affirm are both set out to do. And, you know, when you look at the, the, you know, the mission vision statements of both organizations, I mean, both organizations are very committed to the continued advancement of enterprise risk management principles and concepts. And, you know, this is by executives across government and across broader industry. Um, You look at RIMS, you know, and as Denise talked about earlier in the podcast, they're really committed to advancing the practice of risk management throughout the entire world. You know, huge mission, you know, very broad, you know, audience. And and then you think about a firm, you know, and how we've established ourselves 
is advancing the practice of enterprise risk management, specifically in the federal government. And, you know, that's a lot through both thought leadership, um, education, and collaboration. And so, again, you see that both of these organizations are really seeking to advance this profession, um, you know, with one of their main objectives being through education, thought leadership, and collaboration. Um, you know, the collaboration efforts between these two groups obviously started out and resulted in the creation of the RIM CRMP Fed credential back in 2018. And it really helped both organizations meet a shared goal around advancement of ERM through education. Um, you know, as Denise talked about earlier, RIM CRMP has served as the key credential that recognizes and distinguishes the achievement of a validated risk management competency for a risk management professional in the federal government. And, you know, I just want to pause and say, it's not a really big deal because prior to 2018, there, you know, there was nothing like that. And I think that it really, you know, set off this profession and, you know, distinguished it in a way that we, we hadn't seen before. And we saw, you know, a very large body of, of professionals, you know, take advantage of the opportunity and, and set the exam and pass. Um, you know, and that was a huge accomplishment for, you know, enterprise risk management advancement in the federal space. So again, individuals who've earned this um, credential have demonstrated their knowledge and their competency in the risk management field in the United States federal government. So I just, again, really, you know, proud accomplishment um, and, and a big deal. So, you know, I think what's interesting is, you know, if you look at then what has ensued, these two organizations have not only collaborated on, you know, this initiative, but we've also seen collaboration through both thought leadership and networking as well. Um, we've seen members of each organization, both the firm and RIM, participate in each respective organization's events, um, things like summits, ERM summits, things like webinars, training. And so we've seen a lot of cross-pollination um, across the memberships of the different groups. And we've also seen some both taking in reciprocally thought leadership as well as, you know, we've seen collaboration on the production of thought leadership amongst these two groups. And so, you know, I think that overall, you know, not only have we seen, you know, the, the establishment of this credential, you know, through the collaboration of these groups, but also we've seen members of both groups being able to expand their ERM network. Um, broaden their understanding of ERM implementation, you know, as they look at it across industries that were broader than what they were typically interacting with before the establishment of the credential. That's great. One, well, and I just have one last question for you. Um, again, this is probably of interest to folks that are getting the credential, but, you know, what, in your opinion, what do you think, how can the, the credential be leveraged by, let's say, a hiring official, uh, somebody looking for a risk management position, risk analyst, even up to a chief risk officer? How do you think that, that plays in? Yeah, and, and so I'm glad you're asking that because I think that it's, it's a very important component of the credential. And I think that a lot of times we spend time, you know, really focused on how do we get the credential, you know, and, you know, um, the benefits for the individual receiving it. But, you know, I think there's an opportunity to also talk about if you are a hiring official in a federal agency, how can you leverage the, the credential to help you find the right candidate for the job that you're advertising for? You know, that might be a risk analyst, it might be a risk manager, it could be a director of risk management, it could be a chief risk officer. 
Um, you know, and we all know over the past four years, we have seen a slow and steady rise in the number of federal risk management career opportunities at all those levels. Um, you see these jobs posted on USA Jobs. We also, you know, do a good job of posting them on the firm website. And so, you know, as the demand for risk management professionals continues to grow and as agencies continue to progress towards ERM maturity, Hiring managers can and should consider referencing the CRMP, RIM CRMP Fed credential as a criteria to help ensure that the candidates that apply for their posted risk positions do possess the knowledge and the skills and the abilities to succeed in the risk management position being advertised. So, you know, specifically, we recommend that hiring managers consider RIM CRMP Fed as a selection criteria under some of the categories such as specialized experience, education, or including questions as part of their online questionnaire that often accompany the job posting that reference back to whether or not an individual might have those certifications. Um, as this group knows, again, and we've said this before, the RIMPRMP Fed is well accredited. It has strict application requirements. So any hiring manager that sees a RIMPRMP Fed um, holder should know that it demonstrates a very high level of competency in the federal enterprises management profession. Absolutely. Well, I think we've reached the end here. I want to thank everybody who participated today. We had uh, Denise, Curtis, Darlene, Cynthia, of course. And again, I think this is a great chance for folks that are listening to this to consider t uh, taking the test, getting your credential. Um, I definitely recommend it. I know the folks on the line do here as well. So um, I guess with that, maybe Cynthia, do you want to give any last words of encouragement as we uh, close out? Yeah, well, I just, I want to, you know, continue to thank both Affirm and RIMS for the ongoing collaboration on this effort. And, you know, the last thing that I just want to say is I want to encourage everyone out there to consider sitting for the exam, um, you know, taking the prep courses and obtaining this credential. And, you know, another call out to hiring managers to consider this as a selection criteria when you're posting for jobs and looking for candidates. Um, all around, you know, a great um, way to both demonstrate your knowledge, skills, and abilities in this area, but also a great credential, you know, to help you find the right person to fill your job posting. Okay, so let's give everybody a chance to kind of give us a, a little sign off here. So, um, Denise, anything you want? Anything you want to let us know here as we're signing off? Sure, happy, happy to do so. Um, I would like to touch on the uh, courses that are available to prepare for the Rimster NP Fed credential. I know there was a lot of discussion about taking the exam and encouraging everybody to come on board to take the exam. Our next course, just to remind everyone, is is coming up at the end of the month. So it is January 26th through the 28th. And that's going to be, of course, in our current environment, it's going to be a live virtual class that we're offering together with Hartford University, the Barney School of Business. So I um, encourage everybody to, to take that. Another opportunity is we're offering our next course, again, live virtual at George Mason University, and that's coming up in May. So um, really looking forward to, to seeing everyone uh, coming on board and registering for the upcoming courses. Okay, and how about Darlene? Any final Hi. thoughts? Yes, as Denise mentioned, I am registered for the Hartford University um, one coming up on January 26th and looking forward to taking it. Awesome. Good luck with that. And uh, Curtis, I'll give you the last word. 
Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. I just want to, uh, you know, echo everything that everyone says, uh, especially in my, my new role now as VP of Outreach and Advancement for a firm. Um, it's really about the promotion of, you know, educational opportunities um, to the federal ERM community. So I think this is a great opportunity, a great certification, and I'm just, a, you know, huge advocate and proponent for those, um, you know, going to seek further, you know, career advancement. Uh, and just you know having the right tools uh, to be successful in today's uh, today's market. So thank you for the opportunity. Um, everybody go get your certification. All right. And again, with that, thanks, everybody. And uh, thanks for joining the podcast. That's our show. Thanks for joining us. Check us out, affirm.org. You can see all the other podcasts. And, of course, download uh, the app on your phone. You can get us through iTunes or Google Play or wherever podcasts uh, are found, we're there. So, again, thanks for joining us, and we'll have some new podcasts for you coming soon. Get the year started off right. So, until next time, this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Risk Chats with the Firm.